In today's fast-paced world where information is quickly shared, working well together as a team is critical. A cohesive team knows how to look at a problem or an opportunity and use different skills, tools, people, and resources to get things done. To make a team work well, everyone needs to trust each other, talk openly, and have strong relationships. In this episode, we'll explore the critical importance of team trust, the things that will erode trust, and how to build trust if the trust level on your team is low. If you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn, the CEO and founder of Women Taking the Lead, a leadership development company that helps leaders achieve their gender parity goals at all levels of leadership and in all divisions of an organization. We help to realize these results through consulting, coaching, leadership development programs, and keynotes. My goal is for this podcast to be a valuable resource for you and others in your organization of all genders to grow in your leadership. If we have not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search on the platform for Jody Flynn. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. Be sure to add a note to the invitation, letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. Okay, first, let's talk about what it looks like when a team trusts one another. And there's specifically five things that I see. There's enhanced collaboration. Team members feel comfortable sharing ideas with one another and collaborating without fear of judgment. There's increased productivity, right? Productivity builds on collaboration. We can do more work that matters when we work together. Also, teams with high trust levels tend to be more efficient as there's less time wasted on micromanagement and worrying about what others are doing or not doing. There's open communication. Trust encourages open and honest communication, leading to better problem-solving and decision-making processes. Teams that trust one another do not tend to get bogged down with unaddressed conflict. Because there's trust, there's an assumption of good intent, so it's easier to address things that are not working or creating confusion. Fourth, there's high morale. Trust contributes to a positive work culture, boosting team morale and job satisfaction. When conflict is dealt with as it arises, when we assume positive intent, when we feel safe to share our thoughts and ideas, and we are able to do our best work, we likely feel we are in our dream job. And if this is your experience, you might in reality be in your dream job. And lastly, there's risk-taking and innovation. Trust empowers team members to take calculated risks and be more innovative, knowing they have the support and trust of their colleagues. Many companies are realizing that to stay competitive in their market, they need to be on the cutting edge of new innovations. 
that will only happen in an environment where it is safe to make mistakes, to try and fail, and can continue to be validated for effort and ingenuity. Now, if your team members can't seem to work together without coming to you about some conflict they can't resolve on their own, if they are bogged down in inefficiencies, if the team is regularly dealing with sour moods and there is overall a lack of initiative or interest to try something new, there is low trust on the team. And there is a spectrum, right? It doesn't have to sound this bad in order to know, hey, trust is something we should be looking at. And you as a leader need to intervene right away if trust is low. So let's take a look at what could be getting in the way of the team feeling a sense of trust. So here are the common obstacles. One, a lack of communication. Poor communication or lack of transparent communication can hinder the development of trust. I know communication is a big overarching umbrella term, but chances are your team is throwing up red flags that they are not getting the information they need to do their best work, right? You tend to hear from your team if there is a problem with communication. Two, inconsistent leadership. Inconsistency in leadership actions or decisions can create confusion and erode trust. Are your words and actions in alignment? Have you set crystal clear expectations for yourself and your team and communicated those expectations? Are there inconsistencies amongst the larger leadership team of your organization as a whole? If so, Employees won't know where they stand or what they are expected to do. Psychological safety is compromised when leadership is inconsistent. Three, unresolved conflict. Ignoring or mishandling conflicts within the team can lead to a breakdown in trust. Conflict avoidance only creates more conflict, and I'll get more into this in a bit. Four, Micromanagement. Excessive control or micromanagement can convey a lack of trust in team members' abilities. As leaders, when we micromanage, we unwittingly train our team not to make decisions or take actions without us. I can't tell you how many times this has come up in a coaching situation where I'm talking to a leader who is frustrated with their team, with the lack of initiative on their team. But as we dive into it, they didn't realize that they were actually training their team not to make a move without them, right? The team becomes trained not to trust their own judgment when we micromanage or we're overly critical in our feedback, right? So keep that in mind. The fifth obstacle to team trust is unfair treatment. Perceived unfairness in resource distribution, recognition, or decision-making can undermine trust. And this is where communication is really important. Are you getting value from listening to the Women Taking the Lead podcast? If so, could you do me a huge favor? 
Could you leave a rating and a review in your favorite podcast app? Ratings and reviews make a podcast easier to discover and written reviews let a potential listener know whether or not a podcast might be of interest to them. Podcast reviews lend social proof that listening to the episode is worth someone's time. So if you would be open to leaving a review, go into the Women Taking the Lead podcast show page in your favorite podcast app. Every app is different, but if you can't find a setting near the top of the screen, you can just scroll down a bit to find it. For instance, on Spotify, click on the three dots to the right of the setting wheel, but on Apple Podcasts, it's about halfway down the show page. Thank you so much. I see all the ratings and reviews and each one makes a difference. Okay, at this point, you may have recognized, okay, my team is experiencing some of the symptoms of low trust and you want to get that back. You want to build the trust back up again. What are some things that you can do? Well, I've got a list. So here's what to do to build team trust when trust is low. First, lead by example. Demonstrate trustworthiness through your actions. Be transparent. Keep promises. Have your words and actions align and admit to making mistakes. Get 10% out of your comfort zone with all of this because vulnerability is the currency of trust. If you're willing to go out on a limb just a little bit, not a lot, right? Work appropriate, situation appropriate, but a little bit out of your comfort zone and maybe admit to making a mistake or sharing a little bit more about yourself, that is leading by example. Two, promote open communication. Encourage and appreciate honest and open communication within the team. Address any concerns promptly and foster a culture where feedback is valued. That means acknowledging feedback, taking time to reflect on it, and lastly, acting on the feedback. One way to um, destroy trust is to get honest feedback from a team or team member and not do anything with that feedback. Third, set clear expectations. Clearly communicate expectations and goals, ensuring that everybody understands their roles and responsibilities. I cannot underscore this enough. Explicit and clearly communicated expectations solves most ills. (laughs) And because there is so much potential for misunderstandings when it comes to expectations, it's something we need to actively work on and know that we will get better with time. So I think with expectations, especially if you're on a new team or in a new role, give yourself some grace. You will discover over time where you are being unclear, where your team isn't understanding, you know, what you're communicating. It's sometimes it's a process, right? But actively work to get better at setting clear expectations. Four, 
Invest in team building. Facilitate team building activities to strengthen relationships and create a sense of camaraderie among the team members. Now, I'm not talking about trust falls here, right? It doesn't have to go to that extreme. And I think because of, you know, quote unquote, back in the day, team building, trust building exercises, a lot of people poo-poo them, right? But don't dismiss the importance of icebreakers and activities that allow team members to get to know each other better as people, right? Make time for it, knowing that as trust is built, your team and you as the leader will gain a huge return on your investment because collaboration, productivity, efficiencies will go up. Fifth, address conflict proactively. Deal with conflicts promptly and constructively. And if there's anything you can do to head off conflict, do that as well. Encourage resolution through open dialogue and mediation if it's necessary. If you as the leader are uncomfortable with conflict, put this on your list of skills to build immediately. Conflict is a part of being human and doesn't have to be something we look at negatively. Conflict actually is an opportunity for conversation and greater understanding. That being said, be aware if any members of your team are conflict avoidant. Role model for your team that conflict is safe, constructive, and not something we need to be afraid of. Six, provide recognition and feedback. Acknowledge and appreciate the efforts of team members as well as provide constructive feedback to help individuals grow and improve. Both are important. People need to know when they are doing well, and they also need to be aware of where they can improve. Seven, empower your team members. Trust your team members to make decisions and take ownership of their work. Chances are you're working in an environment of professionals, right? So give them that opportunity to show you that they can do their best work. Empowerment fosters a sense of responsibility and commitment. And lastly, cultivate a positive work culture. Foster a positive work environment where collaboration, respect, and support are valued. You do this by role modeling. You do this by recognizing and acknowledging when you see those behaviors, and you do it by addressing problems as they arise. Don't ignore when somebody is behaving or doing something that is counter to a positive work culture. Building and maintaining trust is an ongoing process that requires commitment and effort from leaders. By addressing obstacles and actively working to enhance trust within the team, leaders can create a more productive and harmonious work environment. And don't we all want that? I want to thank you again. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Taking the Lead podcast. If you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, hit the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. And if you know of others who can benefit from this episode, 
please share it with them. Most new discoveries come from our friends, family, and colleagues. And as always, I hope this was of value to you, and here's to your success.